What's up, everybody? This is your man, Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And together we are Team, Team Ryoni. Ryoni. And this is the 1111 Podcast. A little bit about ourselves. I'm from Florida. And I'm from Tennessee. We both attended HBCUs. And that connection brought us together. If it wasn't obvious by now, we're a couple. A couple with uh, strong opinions. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> no, seriously, though. We're here to talk about any and everything. We hear and we see a lot. And we just want to speak our thoughts. That's right. We'll be speaking on things we love, like music and all the crazy things happening in the media. And don't forget, we set the mood for the people. That's where we get serious, goofy, or even a little freaky. <laughs> freaky, huh? I said what I said. Oh, all right. So sit back. Chill out. And enjoy this episode of the, the 1111 podcast. podcast. Another day, another dollar. Let's go. Another date, another week surviving. I'm a survivor. We have some great music that came. Well, it came out in the last couple of weeks, but we I mean, on it now. While 2020 has been trash overall, the music okay. Yeah, I mean, well, I feel like it started off shaky, though, didn't it? I mean, I feel like the beginning of the year, what music do you remember dropping, like, January of anything? Like, I feel like everything drops either, like, right before the summer, like, as we get to the summer, because you got your summer bops, and then you got, like, your winter bops. January is just kind of like a yeah. residual. People usually drop in December, fall. and that's what stays hot in January. Right. Like, Bruno dropped in December mm-hmm. when he came out. J. J. Cole, Cole dropped in December. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's residual. So, it's, right. it's not really. So, it's to the point now where we're supposed to be getting the hot music, and I'm glad that it's picking up. Yeah, man. So, we're going to start off with K-Camp. Kiss, Kiss 5. K-Kemp has always been pretty consistent. He's slept on. I think he is highly slept on. Because I really don't hear people... Uh, what was it? Other I, than Comfortable? Because that was a single. Like, that's uh, the last single that... Tell me where you want to go. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was even him. Like, yeah. I feel like that was the last single. Yeah, and while but, I do like that song, like, he has plenty of other heat that I feel like he should be... Doing some numbers. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's his mixtapes and everything. Like, but but he always he always like people who know him really rock with him. It's just he's not on that grand, um, national scale, I guess. Um, but anyways, his album is nice. It's nice. Um, he got Jacquees on there. Got some with Wale. And I actually liked the song with Jacquees on. Yeah. I mean, Jacquees, no. he be having some deep, whatever. Anyway. He, he's fine as a feature. He's like Nicki. Yeah. They do better on other people's He can do songs. a feature. He can, as long as he's not covering nobody's Damn, song. I just compared Nicki to Jacquees. <laughs> that is terrible. He got Ari Lennox on here um, with that Black Man Don't Cheat song. That was, <laughs> was just kind of funny. Um, got a uh, Renegade. I did not even know though, that was him. Yeah, even though that, he put it, I think that was on another album though. They, well, maybe it was just a single he put out. Uh, whatever. But uh, but the album is nice. Yeah, and he, he got he got a couple samples in there mm-hmm. uh, from different tracks. Sam- sampling is really uh, popular. That tatted up, that tatted up sample. It was funny because I was listening to the song and I heard it, but I didn't. Really, I ain't look at what the song name was. And right. I see it say tatted up with Fable, and I was like, oh well, it Makes has sense. that yes. absolutely right. <laughs> Makes sense. But now nah, I'm a, I'm I think I'm giving this like a. I'm giving it a ten out of eleven. I'm I'm giving it, a, yeah, I'm giving it a ten out of eleven too. It vibes the whole way. I don't think I skipped the track. I did not. And, um, like, you can play it. This is one of those ones you can literally put it on. Like, it's good vibe music. 
Yeah. Like, like you can it, clean up to it, you can ride to it, you can you know pregame with it. Right, do do activities. Oh, K Camp always has <laughs> room for activities. In my face is still one of my favorite songs by her. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, another album that came out in the last what two weeks. I don't that, think is this an album or are they mixtapes? Well, I don't, I don't well, know. It's an album on Spotify, whatever. Um, but DJ Luke Nasty. Yo. Highway Music 2. This was a bop. All the way through. He sampled now, Baby. Uh, he sampled, uh, almost all the songs had samples. samples. But his and, sample, Baby, with a, well, y'all know the Baby, 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 with the Shanti. Yeah. Y'all know how much I love the Baby. I like DJ Luke Nasty's version better than Baby's sample. And right. he actually has, Baby has a Shanti on, on the, the song. song. Yeah. And DJ Luke Nasty does not end this but, one. And, and he's like, his, his lyrics are up there too. Like, they're... He's spitting. Like, he ain't just, like, saying some cool stuff. Like, he's saying some... Yeah. Like, he got that 21 Questions sample. Uh, hey, DJ, I'm not... Oh, Mr. Clark. Now, Mr. Clark was yeah. funny to me. Uh, hey, but this... All the way through, like, he used a lot of samples. Samples are cheat code, but I don't care if you use them right. Right. Like... As long as it's a good song. Because just because the sample doesn't make it automatically good. Right. Now, it's a cheat code, but it almost might make it worse. It, 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 if, yeah, if you don't if you don't do, you don't it, justice, do it justice, it definitely makes it worse. But he everything about this album I like. Um, Chef's kiss. Yeah, sure. I'm 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 giving it a ten out of eleven. I'm giving it a ten point five out of eleven. I would say I might give it an eleven. Out the the point five is because yes, because it is sample, so you gotta give like you get point five off for originality. Yeah, or lack of originality. Right, but I mean, still still composing that sample together with the music is still you still got you still got have a talent to do yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, that's um but yeah, ten point five out of eleven for me for that one. Um Trey Song's got a new single out. Yeah. Featuring Summer Walker. Um called Back Home. Um I don't know if you seen the video, but the video he kinda he kinda did what Drake did. <laughs> pretty much filmed it at his oh. house. Pretty much had some stuff cut together, whatever. But it was nice though, like the song Vibes. It um, yeah, like you don't. It's a good song. You can't really dislike it. I like, mean, Trey, and, Trey really don't like. I can't say there's a Trey song song that I hate. There are some yeah, that yeah. I like much better than them. Right, right. It's like it's like well, I'd rather have this Trey than that Trey. But like, yeah. if you come up with this, and but then, this kind of reminds me of like Trey Day Trey for some reason. Mm-hmm. Not like pleasure pain. The, yeah, the neighbor know your name and all that. Oh no 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 no! Neighbors what? know my name is Good Trey. We like that yeah yeah. I know. I'm saying, but oh, you saying this one? Yeah yeah yeah. This is Good Trey. I I'm digging it. I used to be like a really big Trey songs fan. Like that was my man when I was like 14 to 20. I'm, I'm sure. And um, I'm kind of excited to hear him going back to the good old days. Yes, yeah, good old days. <laughs> well, um, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see where we're going with this Trey man. Give us give us another single or two. Give us a. Give us an EP or something. Give us give a, an album. No, just do just give album. us an album because you 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 surpass EP. Look, Trey just level. dropping everything. He did a Bay reveal last week, and now we got. Well, no, he did. I, I didn't know. I don't know that. if she's Bay. He put his baby mother and the child on Instagram. Oh, okay. So, I think I did see something about that. But he specifically Whatever. he like never really referred to her as his girlfriend or his lady or his woman. Like mm-hmm. there was no. Confirmation of, official of confirmation. Any, yeah, but they look like a really nice. Normal family. So, go Trey. 
Hey, I mean, I'm all for it. Now, the song of the hour. <laughs> I'm savage. <laughs> Classy, <laughs> bougie. Took Twitter by a storm in 24 hours. Like, Beyonce breaks the internet again. Beyonce was trending, trending twice on Twitter for Beyonce, her name, and then mm-hmm. Beyonce with the apostrophe yeah. at the end as her name. Top two for and, like... And she ain't number two. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh, I, I've, been, I've really been waiting. I don't know if I said that on this podcast, but I know it's a conversation I've had before amongst like my peers. Like... I for certain was waiting for Beyonce and Meg to link up because I mean they both from they're Houston. both from Houston. They both spitting. Beyonce both is yeah. So it, it, it was gonna happen. It was right? and they're Rock Nation. Like it was a matter of time. I saw the wheels turning. It was written in the sky, and you know, I will say I'm kind of upset. It's on this song. Like I would have preferred. I think they're still gonna do a song together at some point, like an original song. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking for. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if when all this Corona shit is over, they announce a tour next year. And I'm paying. I, I, t- I tweeted this. I said, "Look, Beyonce gonna give us an album in the fall. You gonna have a Meg and Beyonce tour next summer. The world gonna." Beyonce go crazy. always announces her tours right around tax return time, so we'll see next year. Come about February, March. Oh really? No, yes. I don't really. Yes. I guess that makes sense though. It does. I don't, I don't know if she purposefully does it. I feel like she does. I'm pretty sure she does. But there's been plenty of times that I've been like, oh, my tax refund comes this day. I remember calling out of work to get Beyonce tickets. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you All got right. the benefit, so you better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't complaining. I'm going to go again. But, um, yeah, I just, because Savage to me, like, I like it. It's cool. I mean, the only reason Savage got popular Cause was the chick on because TikTok. of the dance. Yeah. yeah. Because it, like, a couple of people quoted it when, like, you know, when it first came out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was a new album, Meg, whatever. But people weren't really feeling it like that mm-hmm. in, in a general sense. Like, I, I didn't care for Like, I knew it was a song that, the as far as quotables. Yeah. Like, you could quote it because, you know, people like quotes and, and captions and shit. Yeah, it's nice. But, like, it cap. wasn't like, I need to play this at the club. No. Like, DJs need to play it. But now. It is. It is. It but is. Now, One, because of the dance. I and then only, now, because yeah. of Beyonce. And is I only on need it. the Beyonce version. And, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay on the course. But now, everybody, Demon Time. Yeah, Demon Time. Uh, more people about to start OnlyFans. I mean, Beyonce said we can do it. So, you know, if your pastor and your mama get mad at them, tell them, you know, B said. Look, I I get some baby oil for your feet. You can you can do OnlyFans for your feet. Who said I don't already have one? Hey, listen, I'm just saying you could do it. <laughs> thanks for thanks for your consent. <laughs> consent? No, that's a good word. Media madness. Media of All right, so I know we're technically done with the music session, but there is one more thing we have to talk about, and that's this Wale Sue Me video. Oh, that video was phenomenal. That's how that's how I feel about it. It's very now. So I have I have two two perspectives. Okay, it is phenomenal, right? Um, it shows the great perspective of flip flop. Um, we got the Starbucks scene with the black cops, white people sitting there doing nothing. Um, the billboard with the uh, divorce the billboard rate with the it. divorce rate. The white, you know, uh, even how even how the video started, you know, with the the mom going 
to work. And the big brother got sharing the floor mattress. Right, right. And the the big brother got to take care of the little brother. Uh, he got to go do whatever he got to do for work or whatever. He goes see his dad in jail. You know, all the all the stereotypes reversed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for people like us, right? And and and. I, and, I, and I love these because I know these conversations are, are necessary. Um, but I feel like, I guess it's just because of who I grew around, who I grew up around and the people I was around. I hear these type of conversations or like these discussions all the time. And it's like, it can be tiring sometimes, like just to keep hearing it. And you think it's nothing getting done, but there there is some progress. Like you have to look at things that are getting done but at the same time it's like it feels like the same shit over and over again i mean like anything else like people say with god and the universe whatever the lesson's gonna keep coming to you over and over again until you do the right thing and the right thing still isn't done as somebody who so like for y'all who don't know me and ryan are upbringing schools wise i didn't go to a predominantly black school until i got to college Ryan, yeah, I pretty much been to black schools all my life. His whole life, especially my high school. Yeah, and mine was God yeah. the exact opposite. Um, <laughs> and I will say that I think, like, I would have loved to have had a video like this to play. While you were in school, like at a school function, or some of the conversations that are being had now, I wish could have been had back then. Because while there were some, like, peaceful, rah-rah, we're all one human race bullshit going on, there was there was, there was still a lot of shit that was able to go on from administration to the fucking students. And I think that sometimes people don't understand things until they see it from their perspective, right? Right. And so I would think that something like this, so for some of those white kids that I went to school with, like I remember going to school with a dude that was Jewish, for example, and he made a joke about fried chicken and watermelon and did I want some Kool-Aid and shit. Mm -hmm. And I told him, don't do that because if I said, I'm going to put you in the oven, you'd be mad at me. And, (laughs) And so, you know, if he were to see a video where Jews were... You know, where the flip was script or the script was flipped. Mm-hmm. I did that on purpose because I flipped it. You see what I said? But I do think that sometimes people don't understand things until they clearly see it. Because mm-hmm. even I feel like it will cause outrage because people just be like, oh, that's the bullshit. Or sometimes people don't see how it's unfair until they're in that situation. Right. And so um, that's why I think things like, what is her name? Jane Austen. The lady, um, the teacher who does the things where she goes to like the, the white, white universities, yeah, 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 and she'll like treat the white students the way black right, minorities right. are treated. Like that's why things like that I feel like are more effective. Yeah, because I can sit here and tell you till I'm blue in the face that hey, me and you are sitting here in this same classroom, and yet and still our administration is putting me on gang watch because I have a picture of Ludacris on my locker. Or mm-hmm. this lady just drags me across the floor by my name badge like an animal right. because I'm defending my body because somebody touched me inappropriately. All the while you're here doing the same thing as me and the same thing isn't happening. So right. it's not until it happens to them. And so I love when things like this happen. The only thing is I know a lot of those kids, like the people who went to school with me, they've now grown up and they're having children. And luckily for their privilege, they're going to get to grow up in a world where they need to see a video like that. But 
black Twitter, black Facebook is completely different from white Twitter, white Facebook. <laughs> Every other so, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, so I highly doubt that it'll cross over. But I'm glad that the airwaves are out there because if at some point it does cross over, while it may not get everybody... It's going to get somebody. It'll get somebody. And, and that's that's the progression I mean. Like, it, it's always... It's always somebody that's going to get the message, but whether they can um, push that message out to other people, their other peers, that's not yeah. us or whatever it is, that's, that's the case. And they, they can push it out and they might not listen. Like some people are going to just yeah. know, they know what they know. They're comfortable with what they're comfortable with. Some um, plant the seeds, some water the seeds. Some, yeah, and some, it'll, it'll be like, it'll be like a surge of energy for the couple months at the most and then it'll be back to where it was like we got to start over so and that, and that's that's why I, I guess that's where i get that from growing up around all of this and um just having these conversations because it just it's tiring but you have to keep going because it's not because <laughs> if, if if you don't keep talking about it or keep striving for better it's gonna revert back to worse and if it doesn't if you don't keep bringing it to people's attention then it's also one of those things where it's like well you didn't say anything Right. So, so like, and, and speaking of all this, like, um, there was a guy in Georgia, I forget what city, um, Ahmad Arbery, I hope I'm saying his name right, but he was killed. He, all he was doing was jogging, literally. It was like a, and this is during the daytime, too, if I'm not mistaken. He was jogging, like, exercising through the neighborhood. Um, I think it was two white people, uh, two white guys, whatever, kind of kind of chased him a little bit and uh, ended up shooting and killing him. Um, you know, rest in peace, him, and everything. And and the guy, there's no, no, there's been no, damn it, there's been no charges against the guy yet. Um, and I don't even know if that's gonna happen because I believe the guy that shot him was a former police and officer. Even if they bring charges, he's gonna be acquitted, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, so it's like I don't, and it's and stuff like this happens all the time. And this Wale video happens around this time, and it's like people, you know, some white people might look at it and be like. Oh man, the world is better now. It's like, well, uh, obviously, fucking not. <laughs> like, the shit keeps happening. Like, we also see it too with these protesters for the coronavirus. Yes, and that's the big thing. At yeah, the your state capital with guns. Your protesters protesting to, go to come out outside and, and kill yourself. Like, my, that, 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 my you know body, how much privilege you have to protest to go outside. <laughs> To try to catch a virus. Well, no, fuck that. It doesn't even matter yeah, like, what you're protesting. The fact that you can walk your happy ass. Oh, yeah, with the gun. With a gun. Your face covered up. Multiple And guns. all that. Screaming in officials and law enforcement's face. And you get to walk out with your life. Yeah. Privilege. Yeah. There's so many layers to that. Especially now. Like, you just, People are stupid, man. Like literally, we're all we're all sitting ducks to whatever whatever this is, and y'all still have the privilege to complain to, to kill to... yourself, <laughs> to commit suicide, right? Slow suicide, like that. Jesus! Oh my god! Oh my god! Y'all are y'all are idiots. Plain and simple. You are just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, uh, I guess we can move on to the next topic, man. Twitter, man. Twitter's been... I, I don't know why this topic has came up again, um, but it's a lot of been... A lot of conversation about rape, coercion. It's co- uh, People don't know what coercion is or saying coercion is rape and all these different scenarios, all the different tweets and everything. And I just... 
I don't know. I, I don't know if something happened with somebody. Yeah, then, I, I don't know. Because uh, I felt like over the last, the I don't know, two days, two or three days, it's, it's been, been like a surge of like people yeah. talking about it. Um, so, I mean, it's in the media. So, let's talk about and it. And it's madness. <laughs> God have mercy. It's madness. Yeah, man, because, cause, oh, my God. When you, men, fellas, golly, like some of y'all are like, y'all make it hard <laughs> for people to try to defend men. Like, y'all are... Y'all, y'all are saying stupid things. Like I seen a tweet. He was like, um, he he quoted a girl, right? Quote unquote. I went over there at two a.m. and he he raped me or something like that. And it was like, bro, like, no, he, no, he said not, no. No, he he, he, said, he said that quoting her, like, and then he uh put like uh he went over there two a.m. Yeah, what um, you expect? Yeah, he put something something like that, like something lol, like. He made you, it, he what made did you think he wanted to? Yeah, something, to, some, yeah. some comment like that. LOL. Why would you go over doing booty call hours anyway? Right, and it's like, but that that's, that shit shouldn't matter, bro. Like, I have had homegirls, you know, saying stay with me that I think are attractive, like, and never tried them, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's possible, bro. Like, and if they don't want to do it, or if you're inviting a chick over to try to smash or whatever, like, be up front. If she don't want to do it. You may look like an asshole, but tell her to stay her ass where she at. If that's not what you want, like, if that's all you want, bro, like, because women to do it now, like, if that's all they want, like, as a human being, like, that's, that's, that should be what it be. You should know no means no. Yes means yes. And no 50 times and then one yes, it's, it's, it's still pretty much the same thing, bro. That's coercion, right? Yeah. You you keep asking, you keep asking, she keeps saying no, and because ultimately it ends up boiling down to our safety. If I could count the amount of times that I've been in a situation where I fucked somebody for my safety, because it it really is like a fear. Like I had a dude block the door once so I couldn't get out. Like, and I think it's just wild because if you talk to a lot of women, a lot of girls. Because even happening to younger girls nowadays. Um, everybody has a story. And I think that um, conversations like this are important. Because I feel like a lot of times when we talk about rape and things of that nature. We always look at it as forceful. Like, you know, the creepy guy jumped out the corner and grabbed me and forced me down and whatever. Um, and that's not always what it looks like no means no period um and like ryan said honesty is the best policy in these situations but ultimately i just feel like it's hard for guys to accept this conversation or they don't (coughs) they choose to not really read to understand because i think a lot of guys if they look at their behavior it's some point they've probably done something that maybe at the time i'm gonna some of y'all knew what the fuck y'all was doing but um just just due to gender norms and gender standards and the way we are socialized um some guys are gonna realize that some of their behavior has been unacceptable and they have been the person that made someone feel uncomfortable and i just don't think Anybody wants a lot of guys have an issue with doing that type of self reflection. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's egos. It's, it's egos. People don't want to. People don't want to look like the bad guy. Cause I'm not a rapist. Um, I'm part of my fraternity, and I've been no. <laughs> this person for blah 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 years. And I mentor the kids, and I, you know, I go visit my grandmama every third Sunday, and my mama loves me. Who told you this? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm literally pulling. Okay, like, cause right, that's, cause right, that's my right. point. Like, guys, got. That's why this like, is kind of the, That's why I hate when niggas be like, "I'm such a good guy." Shut yeah, I was say all, yeah, all the good qualities don't negate that action. Right, but I feel like some guys feel like they feel entitled. Entitlement. I've said this on multiple like episodes. Mm-hmm. Guys have this sense of entitlement over women's bodies, and. That's why I think like conversations like this are hard for them. Because like I said, it, when they hear certain stories and they realize how we perceived it, mm-hmm. it makes them think like, damn, I had shorty over the house that one time. And, you know. I mean, somebody. Uh, yeah, blah, blah. I, I, hope, I ain't going to say most. I, I, I know I, there's a good amount. I feel like that was self-reflective. Like, damn, I fucked up. Or that was fucked up in whatever situation. But. Um, I don't think so. Because ultimately, the picture that's been painted is that. A rapist is this guy like they didn't jump out and kidnap the girl or they didn't find her in the corner and choke her up and put their dick in her so oh, okay. in their head okay they they don't want to talk about like the, the blatantly <laughs> yeah people, and that's, people don't look at themselves like the blatant raper right like, i drugged exactly. her drug ass out to the right. room you know what I'm saying? Like what I did, you know right put people put don't want to in the drink she yeah. didn't even know it none of that shit but <laughs> but ultimately it's still it's still the same and i feel like the emotional scarring all i'm gonna say is guys talk to the women in your life you'd be highly surprised i think at some of the stories you might hear and just do your own self-reflection so hopefully you don't get on twitter sounding like an idiot next time yeah <sighs> man I would I would get on the topic of 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 women raping men, but I don't feel like talking about that. That's right a conversation, now. maybe for another. That that is we, we can that we, is something we, we can leave that for for its own topic. But some more stupid stuff black men said on Twitter God today. Damn, y'all well, just been on, taking some. L's he said, he said it on IG. Somebody screenshotted it and put it on Twitter, but so well, no, he put it on Twitter too. As, as a matter of fact, but some guy no, because he started tweeting after this and he made it so much. Yeah, worse. He, he still got the pen tweet as. Anyways, so this guy, uh, I'm not. No, no, no. Going... I'm, I'm gonna describe him. Okay, go ahead. Y'all, this educated, nice brown black man has beat all odds and graduated from law school from a prestigious HBCU. Did he? He graduated. Keep going. He just yeah, but <laughs> but and he on his special day, like most people of our age do. Had to take a pic and post it on IG to flex and let people know. You know how we do. I've made this accomplishment. This was what I said I wanted to do. And boom, here I am. And so this beautiful black man posted his picture. And in his caption, he says. Um, it's a long caption. But pretty much he says he is the prize. Oh, I'm going to read the first paragraph. Now that I've JD'd bar number loading, I've entered into a new arena of black men. And in this arena, I'm the prize now. Don't just take my word for it, though. And before you kill me in the comments, let me drop some stats for your ass right quick so you can see my point. So he goes on to put stats on like 
how men that are incarcerated men with degrees men who look good men who aren't gay well he he went on saying women outnumber men by two million right and then he went on to all those statistics like the men that's in black man that's in jail black man is doing this versus black man that's uh you know got degrees educated versus black man that's no kids, has kids, yeah. um, under 30, over 30, all these statistics just to prove that he is in that, that, uh, he wants to be the talent. He's like, the, he's like the unicorn of black men is kind of what he, kind of what he's getting at. Um, Sasquatch. the, uh, X factor or something. He is one of the words he also used. Um, and then he ends it after all that saying, tell him who's the real prize. Um, so first things first. Bro, if you gonna flex, just flex. Like, no, no, flex no, no, your no. degree. That's bro. not like, even a flex. You mean to tell me that you went through all this hard? Because it doesn't matter what your background is. Getting through law school is a feat within itself. Right. You took all the government's money or these loans, your mama money, whoever's money, and you're gonna take your special day to dog out like, well, not even to dog out, but to try to like put yourself on a pedestal. Right. <laughs> the degree was enough. Shut up. Right, right, because it's not it's not even just black women. He he's kind of tra- he's trashing everybody that's not two degrees under thirty. Well, he ba- he basically was saying black like it. I saw all this twofold. One, he was trying to shit on other dudes like look at me. Right, but I feel like he also was shitting on black women because a yeah. lot of times we say he was doing the- both. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like you. The, the, you the I'm the prize part was definitely for the woman. Yeah, um, everything else was well, not everything else, but. A good half and half after that was look at me yeah like, i'm better than you ha-ha. right right and then come to find out he didn't pass his damn bar well he's he's still he he is jd he's just not an esquire I, I don't know the difference he didn't pass no J, jd <laughs> no he graduated so yeah. you can graduate from law school okay but you can't practice law until you pass the bar so it doesn't matter so no 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 no. so he is he is a graduate of law school okay he's just not a, a, a he's esquire. not a lawyer you graduated, but you're not a lawyer, right? Is I mean, that... at this point, he just has a fancy MBA. Okay, right. A complex. MBA. His brother, however, I think his brother went there too or whatever. He, um, his brother passed though, so congrats to the brother. And this is my thing, idiot. So after you post this craziness on Instagram, you go on to think that it's smart to tweet, I'm sad because my brother passed the bar and I didn't and I don't want my jealousy to rub off on you. Like, people right. ain't going to be like, hold, please. Plus, some other girl broke it all the way down because she was like, "You just graduated with a two point five. You barely made it. Like, right? Why? What? <laughs> why do you think we care?" <sighs> yeah, but yeah, that 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 was crazy, um, bro. You, you can't you can't flex. You can't if you gonna flex, just flex for yourself. Don't try to shit on other people. Especially, and why would you do that when you didn't even know you passed yet? You you was waiting on test results. That's why he had that um bar number loading or whatever that part was. Well, not test results. They don't take the test until after. You have to be a, a law school graduate before you take the bar. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, he still failed it though. I mean, yeah. So that's what well, he said. Bar. Okay. So he he did that before he passed the test, regardless. Right. Okay. No, I mean, it's, I'm asking. I mean, yes. He he graduated, and then he said bar number loading. He hasn't taken the test yet. That's what you're saying? Yeah, at, at that time, he had not taken the test. Right, so you don't even know if you're passing the test yet. I mean, yeah, true. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm certified until I'm certified. Like, I mean, is... he's still a law graduate. He 
He is just not. So he could have left it at law graduate. Like my point is, you shouldn't have taken your special day to take up all this energy to post. Maybe he wanted to show off his research skills from the last few years. He was still I, I in the know. mode of defending some shit. I don't know. I'm yeah, but you, you you gotta you gotta tighten up, man. Cause um, the whole well, the minute prize, whoever the prize is, that's a whole other conversation. I'm not even gonna get into that. I'm just mad at you that you took one of those that God glorious day <laughs> to be stupid. Somebody take his law degree, please. Obviously, he don't need to be my lawyer. What's your move? Up. Tell me how you really feel. You mad, bro? Uh, you must be mad. Ain't nobody got time for that. How you feeling? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? We lit! Can I be real with you? 11 11 oh, yeah. 5, 4, 3, 2. So, we've been um, dating for, what, be four years in November? Yep. <laughs> On 11 11. <laughs> Anyways, um. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we've been dating, and we, i seen this article um, on Facebook, um, well, screenshots of the article, really, but it's, it's, it's um, titled, Why Dating as a Millennial is So Screwed Up. It is. So, we're going to read through some of these points, and uh, just kind of talk about it, and I'm going to get your own perspective, you're going to get my perspective, and that's what, what it's going to be. All right, so number one. The title of the of the page is "We Ghost as a Way to End Things," um, and it says, "If we're no longer interested in someone, we don't need to tell them. We simply stop responding. If someone did this to us in real life, it would be completely psychotic. But because it's over text or an instant message, we've somehow resigned ourselves to thinking it's okay." I mean, it is. What is? It's okay to go sweep. Well, all right. Why is it okay to go sweep? It depends. It depends on how in-depth this situation is. Um, Because I feel like if I've only been talking to you, like, I don't care if we were texting night and day, and it's only been like a month, if one day I decide not to text you back, I owe you nothing. What are y'all talking about during the month? Hey, beautiful. How was your day today? I mean, so so a month of dry conversation. I mean, it it depends. Well, we'll get to that. I think it's one of the other points. But I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it, I don't even care. We, we could have talked about my mama's first name is Carmelita. Like, mm-hmm. after a month, I feel like I don't owe you that. Now, if it's been a few months and we've actually, like, gone on dates, we've been places, we're sharing experiences, I feel like I should be able to tell you, like, hey, I'm not feeling it. Okay, so you're saying if you just text and... Maybe talked on the phone a couple times. I mean, I could have hung out with you a time or two. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, because in a month, we, you know, you never know what people, because if our thing is we go running every week, we might see each other every week. Mm-hmm. If our thing is, you know, well, if it's something like running, I'm not just going to, well, no, because when I don't text you back, you should know not to come meet me there because I'm not going to be there because I haven't been responding. You don't think that's rude to just, you know, if, if, if. If you have a, a some type of cordial relationship with them, you don't think it's like cool, good to just be like, hey man, you know, I ain't really feeling this in in this relationship type way. And the whatever. honest question, if I know that I'll see you again and I have to kind of see you recurringly, yes, I'll tell you something. If I think that there's a strong possibility I'll never see you again, except for like haphazard moments, especially if we live in the same neighborhood, I might see you riding by while I walk into Starbucks. No. Uh. 
I don't know. Uh, well, I guess I have ghosted some people, but not like purposely. But it, it, it was more like a phase out. Like we both just stopped texting and stuff, and it was kind of it was like like a understood. <laughs> What's but, understood don't need to be explained. And that's my point. That's why I don't need to explain nothing to you. Because yeah. here's the thing: ultimately, for the other person to slow down texting, somebody has to start. And I don't mean, you know, I'm proactive. I don't mean mind being the starter. I just won't respond. And when you text and I don't respond, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number two. It says we're hyper-focused on sex. Sex is scar- scarily available. We can have it simply with the swipe of a finger. There's zero effort made into getting to know someone for who they truly are unless we're willing to undress and show the most sacred parts of ourselves first. I agree. I think sex does complicate dating now um, because I think our our generation is having like a battle because a lot of our generation was taught that we, we're like that tail end of the, you know, oh, we're, she we're, fucking on the first date, she a hoe. And oh, she, you know, if she's, she done fuck more than two to two and a half penises in her life, she a hoe. Like we're kind of yeah. like on that tail end of that. We're like, it's a mix it's a mix of people who like realize that you know sex is you know a thing, a thing, and then there's people who still try to hold on to the old school traditional values. Yeah, and that's what I'm of, saying. And so yeah. I feel like it's like a because even some people who say that they are forward thinking, because I there are a lot of men that I know that don't they don't have a problem with girls being promiscuous. Like they feel like you know. Do you? If you want to have sex with 50 guys in a night, that's fine. Like, a lot, there, I think there's a lot of guys now that are kind of to that point where they don't necessarily look down at you for that. Uh-huh. But the, there are a mass majority who won't wife her. Yeah. Because it's fine if women do it. My girl just can't do it. Yeah. And so, um, that's why I think it makes it complicated. The sex part does. Yeah. And which doesn't make sense to me because... Statistically speaking, see what I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are more women than there are men. Yeah. Right? So. It's always been more. Like, even at school, like, I think at Cookman at one point, the ratio was like 19 to 1. Oh, that's like, terrible. Like, 19 women to one dude. It was like. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Right. But, but my point with that is, like, at some point, she's going to have to have. Y'all gonna have to, cause if not, it's not like y'all one man was gonna have sex with the same one girl. Like spread the wealth, cause if y'all only had sex with her, the other chicks couldn't have sex. Is my point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're saying. So you know, guys. If, if they wanted to have sex. Yeah, like guys, y'all know, like y'all having sex with multiple different women, then it just, I think it's dumb. As long as I'm not doing it with you, like I'm not here with you. If those are the boundaries that we've set up. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just. People are so judgmental now. Like, there's one thing to be like caring about somebody's safety or like telling somebody they're wilding because they like just doing stuff recklessly. It's, it's ego. And uh, I mean, yeah, um, on on everybody's part. No, in, no, in some, I feel like it's ego on men's side. Y'all just don't want nobody who you're. Cause women, we pride ourselves on. I fucked him, but he's with me now, so who cares? Like, we pride ourselves on, you had it, you might have wanted it, but it's mine now. Where men don't want to hear some other dude in their vicinity being able to be like, oh, yeah, I had that. Uh, yes, you're correct. 
100 percent correct. I, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> and it's an ego thing, cause I could be there and somebody could be like, "Well, you know, I used to, used to." Yeah, I will say this though. I'm not like, I'm not worried about a dude saying some shit like that. Like, like if you try to keep bringing it up, like you just. That's that's different. Like now we gotta fight. Yeah, like you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But if you, if if I like somebody tell me, oh yeah, he did this back in the day, running like so, like like that shit was before me. Like what what am I supposed to do now about it? Didn't even know you existed. Right. All right. The next one. It says we're in a competition of who can care the least. Hmm. It says showing actual emotions is heavily frowned upon. If we show our cards and act like we're interested. It leaves the person we're affectionate about turning off and running in the opposite direction instead of being flattered that we actually give a crap about them. That is correct as well. I like this list so far. Hmm. That's a... Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately, we try to... I mean, it kind of goes back to like the whole hookup era. Yeah, that the whole... Yeah. It's The reason why people do hookups is because if I hook up with you and I see you maybe once every... Four weeks. I don't have to connect with you because yeah. we have this understanding that we come here to do whatever, and that's why I think it's so hard for people to see past that. I know I said we friends, but even we not fucking, she just comes over and watches YouTube with me, <laughs> and that's what like you know because people are in that mindset to just I just need to have fun. I need to just enjoy myself. I'm not tired. I don't want to put my heart and my emotions into this. So I'm gonna have a fling. Mm-hmm. And that that comes from not wanting to feel those emotions. So yeah, I, I mean, also, also, because they're saying who can care the least. It's like that that initial. I'm not gonna show you I like you. That initial, you yeah, right. That initial, like that initial um, interaction, or, or you trying to hook up, or you know, get to know each other, whatever. You don't want to come on too strong and all that. I think I I don't think that's just a millennial thing. I think that's been going on. No, um, because old days. The man has to show you that he wants you, period. So. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, well, I mean, the man still got to show you he wants you now. I mean, everybody wants me, so. No. <laughs> All right. Let me load up my gun. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> All right. Ne- next one. Next one. We're too strategic about our responses. <laughs> Um, it says responding right away comes across as desperate and too available. It's amazing how millennials view the luxury of having instant access to communication as something we need to treat as if we're still using carrier pigeons. I don't agree with that one. I don't think, uh, I feel like that's TV. Cause in TV, it you is TV. Be like, Oh my gosh, what should I say? Wow. Depending on the situation. And it's usually gonna give a cheat code here usually we're checking our messages before we send something when we're mad because we want to make sure that we don't say nothing off the wall but like how they be like oh my gosh he texted me what should i text him back oh my gosh girl no you can't say that gonna sound too desperate no just give me your phone i got it use three emojis not not one you gotta use three yeah Uh. hey man why you send so many emojis you don't think she loves you or something it just it we don't do that that is comedic relief um like I said, few and far in between. I was. I feel like there are people who do it, but I don't, I don't think it's. it's I don't think majority. it's a majority. I, don't, I would just say millennials. That might be. Of, that might be a Gen Z thing. Because if nothing, if nothing else, because I don't want to show emotions, and this is just a hookup thing, I can't tell my friends that I'm texting you because they're gonna be like, you know, you can't see him today. Why are you texting him anyway? Yeah. 
All right, next one. Uh, this is a good one, I think. We expect a perfection that doesn't exist. Social media and thousands of dating profiles shoved in our faces leads us to believe we're entitled a fairy tale life that doesn't truly exist. There's more, but I think we can stop there. Um, I think this is true. I think it's false. What? Why do you think it's false? Why do you think it's true? I mean, because... <laughs> I think I know why you think it's false. But, so, I mean, people have this... Nah, because it, it depends on where you're looking at it, right? Women have this uh, fairy tale, perfect, ideal thing. I want to you know, graduate at this age, be in a relationship by this age, be married by this age... Um, my man got to be making this much money and he's, you know, this, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You got to meet all these standards and qualifications. And that holds people back from excelling in a relationship uh, sometimes or even starting one um, because they have all this thing, all these things that they want to. That you need to meet in these qualifications. Oh I got, I got this, nigga I got this checklist, and, and all. If, if you can't do that, then nigga, I don't need you. Yeah, whatever, all that. So if if all, all the stuff ain't checked off, I know the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point here. Okay, make a point. <laughs> yeah, Go you, ahead. Have, you have the whole jam session. I apologize. Oh, uh, but yeah, if the checklist not all checked off, if one box ain't checked off, it's like on to the next, and then they just keep throwing them applications away, and. It depends on what box we're talking about. Oh yeah, I mean it, it does. Sometimes some boxes are bigger than others. Yes, that's that sounded kind of bad. But I mean, anyway, that is also true. That is also true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but so yeah, some some boxes are more, more meaningful than others. They hold more weight. That there we go than others. But like sometimes it could be something superficial. I want somebody six foot. He five nine. Like. <laughs> But he meets all the other qualifications. That's a survival like that. uh, thing. You it's have a survival thing. Yes, naturally, women want taller men because taller men have been seen as stronger, whatever, whatever. So primitively, uh-huh. we go after the taller men because they're supposedly for reproduction purposes can provide you with an offspring that is also tall, and because you're tall, yeah, because you're expecting you perfection more. No. Or whatever your version of perfection is. I'm a black woman. Everything I touch is perfection. <laughs> okay, why do you think it's false? Let's get to your point. Um, because I think that... Um, I don't think it strives for perfection. I think social media has been able to like show us certain things are possible. So things that we thought were unattainable, like social media kind of puts it in perspective, I think, for us. So I think there could be times where like we already thought that we were worthy or worth something. You just didn't feel comfortable enough to like say it, you know, or you didn't feel comfortable enough to express it. But now, when you, you know, because I know I would love to come in to a house with candles and rose petals as long as somebody else is going to clean it up when it's all said and done. Yes. And I can think it's extra, but when you can scroll on social media and you see uh, Tammy, Keisha, and Sasha, and (laughs) Belinda, and Tracy all have all the things, it makes you be like, well, damn, I like that. And if they can get it, I deserve it too. And you ain't doing it. And if he can do it, and he can do it, and he can do it, 
you should be able to do it too because that's what I want. So I don't think it, it strives for perfection. It helps us stand firm to our standards. Of course, there are some people I feel like that create their own because they don't really know what standards look like, so they make it after somebody else's. But yeah. um, in overall, I think it more. I think social media is more of a reassurance. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a fancy way to put it. <laughs> and this is gonna be a good conversation on Twitter, man. We all we all keep it moving. We got a few more topics left. All right, so the next one, we're overloaded with options. We don't believe we need to settle on anything because there's always someone better looking with a better family life, better hobbies, or someone with a better bank account. Um, there's more, but don't worry, I gotta finish it. Anyways, um, we are overloaded with options, oh, and yes. we we're definitely overloaded with options, For and they're sure. definitely with social media now. It's just so easily much accessible. easily accessible. It's all in our face. The the real, the fake, and it's confusing I can sometimes. With a man from Taiwan right now, right? Like it's, it's it's confusing as to like what's what's real sometimes if you let yourself get consumed in all of this. Um, and I think that's I think that's the thing people. Like people say, social media does all these negative things, but it's like, but just if you just have your own mind and kind of think for yourself, social media is great. <laughs> Again, like I said, with my last point, it just makes things a lot more attainable. I think it it is overloaded with options, and I feel like it's harder to sometimes recognize the gold in front of you when you're looking at the platinum across the water. But like, you know, I appreciate options. Mm-hmm. You make better decisions sometimes if you have options. Yeah. Okay. Um. Here we go. Next one. We've become content with being alone. Uh. While we while we've been navigating the journey to find love, we consequently committed our lives to ourselves and made them into something that's happy and rewarding without someone to love. Which means it, which means it's that much harder to invite a relationship into our lives. I'm fifty fifty with this. No, I agree with that. Um. Because cause it, 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 it's almost making it seem like a negative thing, but it's not necessarily negative. Because I think you should be able to have be happy. Alone. Yeah, you should be able to have, find happiness within yourself. Like That's, that's a very good thing. That's a good trait. Um, now, if somebody comes in and they can't add to your happiness, yeah. like why, why would you be with that person? You know what I mean? I, I think that's an old... Um, at, content is a very strong word in this case, I think, because, <coughs> you know, while I'm good being alone, it would be better with someone else. Yeah, but I think that this kind of more attributes to the times, right? Right. Um, because I think we were raised uh, with technology. I don't know. We had some privileges over, like, our parents' generation or, like, generations before us. Yeah. And so... With that, our parents made sure they raised us to where most of us could try to be self-sufficient. So, mm-hmm. back then, some people had to get married for survival. Like, oh, I have right, to have they, a house and I have to do yeah, and I have to whatever. They, they kind of had no choice or they felt like they had no choice. Right. So they, and so, I with mean, us, we not, I'm not, I'm marrying nobody at 16. And nobody's marrying my child at 16. Like, that's just right, that's not unheard right. of. Yeah. And so, you know. And, so, and, yeah, and, we are kind of content. you're going to be, yeah, you, you're going to, you want to be happy. Like, there, there's, like, there's somebody tweeted the other day, like, um, 
why is it that relationships lasted so much longer back then than now? And I was like, because people wanted to be happy in it. Because <laughs> people now want to be happy in their relationship. Yeah. Like, and you because know I, mean? I don't have to stay here with this man that got two uh, families across the street. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Our, our grandparents probably would have left if, like, they were living now. Like, or they probably wouldn't even be in the situation. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, the last one we're going to read here is, uh, we don't feel accountable for the pain we inflict onto others. It says, when we've hurt someone's feelings, we don't feel even the slightest bit inclined to apologize or to make good on our wrongs. It's not our problem, it's theirs. I feel like a baby boomer wrote this. Nonetheless, um, <laughs> I I do think that that is true as well. Because I think we've been raised to be unapologetically you and... You know, you're only responsible for your own feelings, not someone else's. That's their responsibility. And, you know, do what you do. What makes you happy, no matter who, you know, no matter who's upset, do what you want. So I do feel like that makes us more. I'm in charge of my own feelings. You feel how you gonna feel. Yeah. And I think I think there's there should be a middle ground with that. Like, yeah, like if you ain't living your honest truth or whatever, and it's like your actual personality and you're not purposely trying to hurt somebody. Because some people take that and like. Just say whatever they want because they feel like it and think they um think they you know think it's cool like there there's 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 ways to say your feelings or or there's a way to do things to not hurt other people or not purposely you know make people feel bad or whatever and that's um and that's yeah that that's that middle ground but I mean it it, it this does have some truth to it I can't um. What I was gonna say, it, uh, I mean, yeah, it has truth to it, so I like it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna we're we gonna we switch, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Shout out to LeVar Ball. Um, so as a black woman, yes, do you like to be lied to? As a human being, I don't like to be lied to. <laughs> so when when I say that though, this is this is this is a different topic because I thought this was very interesting. A lady, it was an older clip. Uh, I don't, I forgot, I don't know who who she is, uh, but she's at an interview. She's talking about black women. Um, you know, come home to, and you know, lie to me like you lie to the white man at work or whatever. Like that. Uh, so, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna let you listen to the clip, and then we gonna we gonna see what it's about. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me, and you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. Let Billy Holiday say, hush now, don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course. All of right, course you lie to me, because I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me, smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you the must. way I treat him. You must. You must. Because I've caught the I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come home and I catch hell. Because I love you, I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? I agree with her. Okay. But I feel like it's not just the simple out. While she uses the word lie to me, she doesn't mean, you know, 
when I ask you, did you take five hundred dollars out the account? You'd be like, no, no, I didn't do <laughs> yeah, that. Like, it's not, it's not that type of lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Uh, did you go to work today? Yeah, I went to work, but I went to the strip club. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's not. It's not that type of lie. What she means is, um, and I do think this is something that's interesting. Like, black people code switching. Code switching is a thing. Yeah, we know good, and yes. well when we go to work. We're, you know, hey, by golly, how was your weekend, Bob? Like, we might not be. That was making I've fun of never white said people. By but, golly. but there, <laughs> I hope not. I couldn't, couldn't do it. But you know, you go through this whole day, and you know the the people at work who are mistreating you, overworking you, underpaying you, and all that stuff, and yet you still, you know, smile at them and grin at them and tell them you hope them and their kids enjoy their beach house this weekend and, you know, bringing the only seasoned food to the potlucks. Like, (laughs) and then, you know, you hold the door open for this woman and you have to be a gentleman. Like, after going out into the world and doing all that, I do think it's a tendency to come home and you kind of want to take all that off. Right. But sometimes when that's, Taking all off now, those frustrations from what happened when you had that armor on, mm-hmm. now those frustrations mm-hmm. come out. And it's like, pause. Like, while I understand that was stressful, none of that is what I did to you. Yeah. So if you can fake it with all them folks all dog on day, I know good and dog on well that you can come here and not treat me an ass because you mad at them. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I agree. I agree. I do agree with that because she she makes some some strong points. Because <laughs> uh, if, if you watch the video, uh, we gonna repost this on Twitter, man. If you watch the video, he uh he make a face like, oh well, shit. Like, yeah. yeah, you you like, right. He, like, he was trying to come back. He was like, well, well, no, I can't lie to you. She said, yes, you can. <laughs> right, because you know, because he he's thinking from a place like we're supposed to be honest. You know? we're, we're, yeah. I'm supposed to be completely honest with you. You know, we're supposed to be vulnerable. You know, so if I'm mad, you're supposed to feel my pain or, or whatever. That, and that's kind of what he's um. That's kind of what he was getting at. Um. Yeah, I mean, I just think that... um, I think it's a conversation that's interesting to have and more people need to kind of talk about it. Because yeah. I do think that, like... Cause, uh, now, nowadays, though, I think that goes both ways more than... Because back then, that, like I said, that was an old clip. The clip looked like it was from the 70s or something. Right. So when she was saying, like, she, she you know, she said... You know, you, you smile from the crackers down there, or whatever. Like, cause you know that that was a time where, where dudes, when black men were, you know, really trying to get in with the, you know, trying to get up, yeah, up, you know, up the um job range or whatever. I'm I can't think of the right words to say. Move up the corporate ladder. Yeah, move up the ladder. <laughs> you know, and, and to do that, you got you know you got to kiss ass a little bit or and be twice as good just to, just to kind of get there and everything. So like. Um, so at that time, I, f- I feel like it was more prevalent, but now, you know, that, the roles aren't completely reversed, but women, black women, especially are working just as much, if not more than black men. And sometimes that's, that's opposite. Um, so yeah, yeah but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's a good conversation, man. Y'all need to have, we, we should have that conversation and, um, do you think I'll, I'll lie to you? Um, In this aspect, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. <laughs> I feel like I do sometimes. I feel like you, I, I feel, I feel like, like you try to. I can see there's effort there. <laughs> You're just not a good liar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a danger with that too. Um, as far as that that faking it 
um, because if you fake it so much, you you still not being true to yourself, right? And then you can end up being unhappy in the long run. I feel like that can hurt the relationship. Yeah, but that's that's diving way deeper into that. But on the surface level, though, I do agree with it. Um, because nobody nobody wants to be yelled at, fussed at, or just shown the ass because you had a bad day at work. Right. And that's, I think that's the simplest you could get that statement. Yeah. Um, part of that kind of reminded me of something that uh, one of my friends had posted on Facebook earlier. Um, it was done in a comic thread. You know, everything's better to read as a comic thread. Right. And it kind of talked about, like, labor and how it's split and how it makes people feel and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And so it just kind of went into depth where it was kind of talking about like, you know, on average, when you look at like what men and women have to do chores wise or what's expected of both uh-huh. is, you know, kind of laid out like she's doing the housework and he does. He goes to work or whatever. Right. Right. And so kind of like with the lady in the interview, then that man comes home and he's grouchy and gripey and whatever. <laughs> And so, I don't think he does always take into consideration, like, the other things that she has to do uh-huh. or the other ways that she feels. Like, yeah, you might have went to work today, but she still had to try to, like, figure out all the logistics. Be a project manager, basically, uh-huh. for the family. For the yeah, yeah, so technically, she's still kind of doing some work, too. And so, like, with us, kind of like when you asked, well, I think that you lie to me. You're overall genuinely, like... A happy-go-lucky person, like even annoyed, you're not annoyed. So I think I just get over shit. You know? yeah. Keep it moving. But um, I can tell when you're not it at your best. Like you're not at a complete ass about it, but your energy certainly shifts. And mm. even though you be try to, oh, it's good. I feel it. It don't work. <laughs> okay. It happens. But, um, but yeah, back to the comic. So, <laughs> the comic just kind of talked about that, like, now with our generation, it's kind of switching. Because now men and women are both going to work. Yeah. No, I was, yeah. I was and so, with men and women both now going to work, they pointed out how, like, some men now have started to try to take on, like, you know more-ish responsibilities, right? Mm-hmm. So then they said, okay, so let's even say if that man takes half of the responsibilities, you know, like chores around the house, you then have to start factoring in, like, it's called, I think, emotional labor. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where it was kind of saying it was like a project manager. Because it was like, basically, you take all the actual physical labor that is now split between both the partners or whatever. Right. But then the more feminine one or one of the partners in the relationship, because we want to include everybody. <laughs> one of yeah. the partners in the relationship also takes on the logistics standpoint. Like, they're the person that is making sure that, you know, the Instacart gets in on time, tries to keep up with everybody's schedules, tries to make sure that, you know, everybody's straight, who has allergies, who has this, kind of like the behind-the-scenes person. So then even if you take that into consideration, now one partner has half of the physical labor and all of the emotional labor or the mental labor that kind of goes behind it. And so, you know, I think that, it's sometimes frustrating, I think, not you in particular, 
but like black men do come home and you've had to do all this other you know y'all split everything in half Mm -hmm. but then like the weight of the world still sometimes creeps its way into the atmosphere yeah i I think i think it goes that both ways because men we we want to make sure bills are paid and all that stuff so money 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 is usually the thing with with men right um so that that logistic of the, the money normally is like i how am I, how am I pay these bills how are we going to do this um you know how 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 are we going to budget this money budget these bills for all the stuff you know that needs to happen all the stuff that we want to do all the stuff you want all the stuff the child needs like and all that stuff i guess that's an emotional labor um would, would come into play if you know if you're not rich or making that right. amount of money and then you got um, oh they pointed in, in that our, out in there too because they were saying that like there are some people that are able to outsource it but that's still a factor of the wealthy like that's an economic right. thing yeah because people from like a lower economic status right still not, can't afford those it's not, luxuries, yeah it's not, so. it's not gonna afford that luxury right so like uh, uh <clears throat> an average middle class like are we still are we middle class still yeah. oh yeah we're middle class we are Still middle we're, class. We're, we're definitely middle class. Whose bank account you looking at? No, I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just middle class for like low class is what I'm saying. No, right? we're we're lower we're lower middle class. Lower, yeah, but we we working on that. Um, donations will be accepted. Donations. 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 Shout out to Umar. No, anyway. no, no. Shout out to Umar. <laughs> Not on here. Uh, but yeah, but so you know, men usually take on the money aspect, and women usually take on the the more homely aspect. But but hold it. Let's think about it there. Let's, let's let's open this cookie and look at this further, okay? <laughs> okay. So, from what you just said, you said that usually usually the men in a traditional setting or the masculine in the situation. Yeah. We can say man and woman. That's what we are. Okay. Everybody yeah. understands. What, All y- right. Y'all know your situation. So, <laughs> so, the man is taking on the financial responsibility and you said that the women usually take on the household duties. But if you think about what household duties entail, like, I know that financial, keeping, you know, balancing books is a really hard job. But you still have to split up taking care of the house means making sure whomever is a living being in this house eats eats or gets to where they have to go or right. keeping up with things that they need now and, the, and later trying to figure out how far later is and if you figure out how far later is how soon does this need to be done to make it happen and then you have to do it for you know the non-living things in the house where plants are living but then like plants and you Not know inanimate you're right and so let's say that this is a fair situation and they split even the manual labor right. so you still got half of the manual label there then you still have to think about yourself so then you have to think about all of your own personal things while trying to also keep up with finances because now you have to figure out a way for all those logistics happen. And while I understand that then she'll come back to the man with those logistics, Uh she still just had to do the behind the scenes for a partridge in a pear tree herself and still bring you back the finances. And all technically from what you said, the man that's carrying the finances just hands money for all the other 60 things to be done. No, not just hands money. That's not what I was saying. Yeah, you... No, but but no, I'm saying just hands money meaning this is the this is the bank of the house. Mhm. And I'm I I'm more I was more so getting that the, the man is like the the bank 
quote unquote, and the woman is kind of the the brain. I don't know the brain, the, the person who who's making the house work. Yeah. And the the man is the uh, the bank. Yeah. To supply the money to work, but he still that this added on to the split household stuff is what I'm saying. But it's on you're only splitting. You are only splitting the manual labor. You're only splitting right, the actual. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying so even if you take half of the manual labor and you just take finances while it's some things going on in those finances it's still all within the realm of finances so you kind of it yours okay, so all you're saying together. splitting up different but aspects when of- the women yeah but when you look at the woman in the aspect nine times out of ten she has to make sure that even though she's taking care of household household means living non-living everybody and yourself and having to do yourself with everything and all you do is go to the bank because it's like opening it's like having a business uh-huh. if you know as the manager you're actually there and sometimes you have to jump in and watch dishes sometimes you might have to be a you know you have to dress up and go talk to the ceo but sometimes you have to like even though you're a manager you might be a boss of whatever it is it's still a lot of different little parts that go into being that yeah. Ultimately, that business does not run without the bank. Because still the manager has to make sure they come to the bank and be like, hey, this is what the business is needing. This is how much money we need for it. And the bank's like, yeah, here you go. Here's the money to go do all the 50 things that you just did before, you know, we uh-huh. made sure that we moved these through the channel so you could get this money. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot more stressful on this side. This point. I mean, Okay. No, what? No, no, no. You're right. Um, mentally, I see what you're saying, but I feel like so. So the physical labor, the 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 splitting that that doesn't help at all. Like if, mentally. No. Not really. Why not? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> let's see if we can talk numbers. Okay. So let's say that we have ten things, or we have eleven things. Right. Mm-hmm. So from these 11 things, obviously, you can't split it all exactly even. Right. So we're going to split it in half. So we got what? what five, five and six. a half and five and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even if we split that last one in half is what I'm saying. So right, we got right. five and a half and five and a half. But ultimately, even though this is five and a half, I really need to take some of yours. So even if it ends up being split, like if it's split to where this one is three and this one might be, what's that, eight or yeah, whatever. Yeah, why would you need to take some of mine though? No, I'm saying when you look at the balance of the things that have to be done, uh-huh. you would have like three and I would have like eight or whatever. And so even if we take one of my eight and split it in half and you take that on, and so it's still uneven is the point. Well, I mean, why would it be eight and three? Because... Focusing on one thing is harder than multitasking. I mean, multitasking is harder than focusing on one thing. I still don't get why we can't split it. <laughs> because because no nobody is. I don't know any one house where both where both of I don't know where both spouses or both significant others both of them sit down and keep up with the grocery list mentally 
or where both of them are the person that puts together the calendar. Nine times out of ten, there is one person, and usually it's the women, that have to make sure that they're the ones like, okay, how am I going to set up a system so everybody in the house knows what to do? And I'm going to sit here because I know what every single person in this house, how they're moving I'm going to create a system so the people know what they're supposed to be doing. But I also have to keep in mind other nuances of these other four people in my house. And ultimately, all you like, all the man is doing is keeping the lights on. While you can't run and do all these things while keeping the light on, pushing auto pay on a bill does not equate to. I don't do auto pay. I know it's not the point. Keep going. I'm not talking about <laughs> you. I'm talking in general. Jeez Louise. Okay, okay. I, I, I get it. I get it. And I guess that's why, you know, millennial dating is so hard. You see, I reverted back to the... Wow. <laughs> but no, uh, okay. I mean, I get what you're saying. That's, um... And, and of course, that varies from, from household to household. It does. But um, ultimately, there's always going to be one partner that does... A little more. By, uh, uh, the behind the scenes, too. And so, that's why... Back to the the comic strip. It said, that's why it's so frustrating for the whole, just tell me if you need anything. Because ultimately, it's still putting it on the other partner to still mentally be able to sort through these 20 things to be able to tell you, hey, can you do this one thing? Instead of just being more proactive and finding the one thing and taking it. Yup. All right. <laughs> that was not a mic drop, but whatever. <sighs> okay, so... Y'all, y'all let us know what y'all think, man. Um, I think we had a very productive conversation here. It was interesting. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really nice. Um, so, you know, fellas, fake it with your woman. Woman, fake it with your men. Um, no, 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 no. Create clear and concise space. Oh, okay, all right. To be who you are, a safe space, so you know how to. You know, not take your rage out from outside in. Right, yeah, yeah. Learn but how to leave the so, But it's soft enough for you to be able to loosen up and shake those troubles off. Right, leave, leave as much negative at the door before you cross. Before you unlock that key, a door, open the door up, and walk in the house. Just try to leave it all out on the porch. Nothing but love. Love and light, love yeah. and light. So, with that being said, man, y'all let us know how y'all work. Or if y'all got any any tips or or did y'all agree uh, with the list? Do y'all why do y'all agree with what we said? Did y'all like it? Did y'all not? Let us know. Tweet us about it, and you can tweet us at Team Ryoni T E A M R Y O N N I. Like, uh, share, subscribe, rate us, please. That's on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere Stitcher. anywhere that you can listen. To anywhere podcasts. you can listen to uh, podcasts. Um, yeah, man, you got anything else? No. All right, with that being said, this is your man, Ryan. And this is Ronnie. And this has been another 1111 podcast. Bye.